the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? Let's talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double chance does what the f*** he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Eddie from The Point After Show. As always, I'm here with Tommy Smooth. Tommy, how's your uh, your pits feeling right now? Uh, you know, feel pretty good. After you uh, after you listen to our podcast, or if you haven't seen it already, check out uh, YouTube our YouTube uh, channel to see Tommy's armpits getting waxed for an Adrian Peterson bet that he he made a couple months ago. Tommy says it's uh, like three weeks ago, but it was actually about two and a half months ago. Yeah, I, you know, I was trying to push it off golf tournaments, other obligations. Remember Country Club Tommy there for a little bit? So. Yeah. So we also have uh, the Fantasy Football Advantage, Polly Bag of Walnuts, and Cabby, the producer, Cabiston. Before we get into our game, t- or our, our game, our, our schedule tonight, Polly, you're our fantasy football guy. We have our fantasy football special podcast we're going to put out next week, uh, probably early next week, late next week, we don't know yet, but we're going to start a fantasy football-only podcast starting now because the buzz is starting to you know, get topped up. Yeah, kick in, start up. Uh, fantasy football is right around the corner, and we have a contest going on. So, uh, if you if, if you think you have the craziest, is that what it is, Paul? It's the craziest. Yes, we uh, here at the point after show. So we we kind of thought about this. We are in so many different fantasy football leagues. We hear from a lot of our followers and fans of the point after show about how crazy their league is, and we wanted to kind of put some people, um, you know, put the have them put their their money where their mouth is, or their mouth where their money is, whatever the. Well, how's that saying go? Uh, Long story short, we're looking for the craziest, craziest story of who who runs the craziest um, fantasy football league. It could be anything from you know the loser has to get a tattoo to the Wax winner. Their armpit. Yeah, to the winner gets to sleep with the commissioner's mother. I don't. I mean, the crazier the better. We know they're out there. Uh, we've actually been. Uh, we we sent out an article on our website www.thepointaftershow.com, and uh, we actually asked everybody to send their story to our email address which is thepointaftershow at gmail.com and uh, we're going to pick one winner every single month from I now. tell you what like the the hundreds that we've received so far there are some funny funny, funny ones out like there. I was actually pretty surprised that we got as many as we did right off the bat but apparently there is some crazy crazy uh, fantasy footballers out there uh, fantasy football wow fantasy football leagues leagues out there so uh, keep them coming. We have a lot to choose from, but I mean, they get pretty crazy out there. Pretty crazier than they've. They every time we get a new one, we're like, "There's no way somebody can top this." So one. this is basically a call for all fancy leagues out there to step their game up, bring it to the next level. You know, we thought we were, you know, kind of cool. We got the donkey's ass for last place. Yeah, um, our, our league is our league is pretty boring compared pretty to what mild. some of you guys are doing out there. But I'll say this: uh, right now, tentatively, we are looking at doing it uh, one winner per month gets to actually come on our podcast they get to have some time on our podcast to tell all of our listeners just how crazy their uh fantasy league is we're going to do that once a month 
based on the amount of people that we are have been getting an, uh, an influx of, we might actually move that up if we continue to keep getting as many people sending us emails. So again, our email is thepointaftershow at gmail.com. Send us why your league is this crazy, craziest league in the world. We will... Uh, We'll choose one uh, Send at us random. videos, too. We had some send yeah. us videos already. Send too. us videos. Send us whatever. Uh, we'll choose them at random. We're going to actually call winners on live on our podcast so that they can kind of be surprised when we decide to pick who we're picking. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, yeah, and like I said before, uh, keep an eye out for our Fantasy Football Only podcast, which should be coming out next week. So. Uh, so let's get it's right. It's finally starting. It's finally starting. Polly, that's your that's your shit. That's I, your jam. I, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. It's been a long Don't off say, season. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time out. Stop saying Polly's our fancy football guy. He Pauly's, is. That's our shit, and that's your shit, Paul. He has yet to win a fancy trophy in our league. Okay, so that's it. End of debate. He writes for us. He does a great job writing for the Point After Show, <laughs> but he has yet to win in our league. I won one. I won one. I won one. Yeah. All right. Armpits Tommy. Three of you guys have won once. Tommy Smooth. League. I have won other leagues, multiple other leagues. Long story short, you guys are right. I haven't <laughs> won in our league. I'm due. The armpit waxing hurts so bad I'm over here drooling uh, all over my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so, big, yeah. The big dude note. So good, uh-huh. Long story short, fantasy football is, is, is back, and we start next week. All right, so let's jump out right into top – basically top stories, top headlines. The Pittsburgh Penguins, we have to give a shout-out because we're from Pennsylvania. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, congratulations on winning the Stanley Cup. Again. Again. And, you know, uh, Kyle, the president that we had last week, he, he called this out. You know, he's, he's definitely going to be our NHL guy going forward. Unfortunately for him, the season stopped last night. No, well, we already have an won. NHL guy. Nah, he, oh, he, that guy quit. Already? <laughs> uh, well, he works for the Predators, yeah. and the Predators got a wind of that article and uh, told him he's not allowed to do it anymore. Really? <laughs> Breaking news. That was news. Breaking that news. Was, uh, yeah, I, I forgot to tell you guys that. Wow. It was real so, late last NHL night. Guy, Sorry, Nashville. He's like, hey, can you put somebody else's name on that? So I put Eddie's name on it. <laughs> nice. so, so, Ed, you had Kyle a great article this week. We'll be doing uh, NHL for us moving forward because he called this series. You know, he, he called out the Penguins winning, the Predators winning last game. If you listen to the podcast, he said Penguins in six, Penguins one in six. But there was a little controversy in this game, if, if I could say, you know. Uh, I understand oh, the rules of the game. If the refs can't see the puck, they have to blow the whistle, and that's what happened. The ref was in bad position, and when the Predators scored a goal, 100% scored a goal. The ref just was in a bad position, couldn't see the puck, and blew the whistle dead before it went into the net. Yeah. So that would have been a, a completely different game if the Predators were up one zip. But unfortunately, they called it off after review. They Oh, they reviewed it too? They reviewed it, yeah. So yeah. was the puck uh, in the net when oh, they puck, called off? No, no, no. So what happened yes. here, a little play-by-play, the, the ref in the replay, you see him reach for the whistle, put it in his mouth, and blow... Blow his whistle, but he's standing over. But he's standing over in the corner. Yeah. So the players in front of the net don't hear the whistle. They have thousands and thousands of fans cheering and screaming, especially when the puck's in front of the net. They score, and they, you know, they call it a goal. Everybody goes nuts. They review the play, and they're like, "Nope, the ref blew the whistle." And the rule is, if the ref cannot see the puck, play he could has the right. So to if I'm dead. if I'm playing devil's advocate, is it would it be fair to say that maybe Murray? Uh, heard the whistle and, and kind of let up on the goaltending nah, goal, goalie didn't hear the whistle. You no, see you, him going hundred times. Can, you can see it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it no was just thing. it was a great play and uh, I mean really 
And also, like, it, it, if you didn't watch the game, it looks a little worse because Pittsburgh ended up winning 2 nothing, but they scored the last goal when the Predators yeah. didn't have a goal. Yeah, it was an empty netter. Yeah. So... Really, and, that and, game and the was one one goal one. that they scored was the first goal they scored was off the off the back of uh, the first goal they scored was a minute thirty five left in the third period, and, and it, it was, was also it challenged. Was one of the craziest goals, yeah. probably the most luckiest goals, off his back, off his interference. elbow. Yeah, they, it, I mean they ruled Subin. it wasn't, but it could have been. Yeah, yeah. End of the day, though. Hey, give it out to the Penguins. I'm a Flyers fan. Obviously, if you ever saw the studio here, we got the Flyers garb hanging around, along with the armpit waxing and the wing eating contest. But I was I was on know, that Smashville train, yeah, I, uh, real hard. Double down on it. Uh, yeah, Cap, go. What what'd you write about? It? <clears throat> uh, we've been having some uh, some good stories on there. I mean, there's just been a lot going on. Um, today, one of our bigger articles was, I mean, I'm just glad that we can finally uh, admit that not every country music star is a fan of hockey because that's what they've been trying to force down our throat. Well, it's because they're in Nashville. That's right. Yeah. Right, yeah, but oh, and I, I'm completely on it. I mean, if you're if you live in Nashville and you're truly a a Predators fan, I get that, and I'm all for it. But don't force it down our throats yeah, and push people on that aren't. Like, I don't know if you guys you guys watched the game or at least yeah. some of it. It's not halftime. I was ripped apart. It's intermission. Yeah, intermission. Yeah. Um, during intermission, they you had can't Luke. have a halftime in three periods. Yeah. Well, you know, they stopped football the guy. The second. <laughs> football guy. He was in, he was in fancy football yeah. mode. Yeah. So uh, on fire right now. they had Luke Bryan on there. Mm. The poor guy. They threw him to the wolves. They put him out there. He struggled through a ten minute interview. The play by play guys were clearly annoyed. They were so condescending to him. They're like, "Oh, Luke, like, aren't you from Georgia? Yeah, you're a big Falcons fan, aren't you? You're a Georgia guy, like, just like." Like making the poor guy like he didn't Which know what they to should. do. Right, oh, hundred percent. Don't put yourself out there if you're not prepared. Right, and when he was just kind. Of, but that's not his call. He was put out there by somebody. Yeah, oh, and somebody got, is, that, that somebody know. probably got fired. Right, and all he could come up with was, "Oh, my kids! Every morning I wake up, I'm tripping over tripping over hockey sticks." Now, like he did, you know, like the poor guy. So let's not force it down people's throat. You know, Dolly Parton's not a Predators fan. Like. Now, some people are. I'm sure Shania Twain, Carrie big, Underwood? big Predator fan. Uh, Dolly Parton probably has about six or seven hockey players over a Dollywood, at least on a weekly basis. She probably owns part of them. She's a Predator. She's yeah, a Cougar. She's definitely, <laughs> uh, I'd, let, I'd let her be a Predator. Uh, uh, it's yeah, I don't know. That's That was just kind of my take on it today. Uh, and very clearly, the city of Nashville disagreed with it, if you uh, follow along with our articles. But I think it was a great series. I think it was really good for hockey in Nashville and in the South in general. Um, but that's also, the, that's the nicest thing you ever said about the South, Kath. Uh, but I, 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 there's a but. Oh, okay. But let's admit, like every everything last night was, oh, the South is ho- the South is all about hockey now. No, the South's about SEC football. Yeah. They'll always be about SEC football. Let's not kid ourselves. But glad, uh, glad that it's taking off, and I think it's really cool for the city of Nashville because that's such a cool, growing, vibrant city to have something to latch onto. Because Titans aren't it. Sidney Crosby's best player in hockey, you think? Right now, I mean. And not yeah, not ever. I mean, obviously okay. Wayne Gretzky will hold that. We're not going down the goat trial again. He's I don't even not, know if he's the best player in Penguins history. I, you got Lemieux there. None of us are qualified to have that to no. have that discussion. But he has three Stanley Cup wins, <laughs> two Olympic gold medals, a World Championship gold medal, and a Junior Championship gold medal. And guy's got some. He's got some metal. He's got some. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, he's got a couple cups. He's got some shine. Go some bling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, He's absolutely not. He's hitting off some metal detectors. TSA's flagging him for sure. He's got uh, more chains than two chains, huh? Uh, yeah. I heard. Yeah. A, I heard a good joke well, today about uh, Mike Fisher. Uh, Mike Fisher being um, the Nashville, Nashville player, 
and he's uh, forty. Was that? He's and 40. yeah, I mean, he's probably better, more better known as Carrie Underwood's husband, right. but he is an actual predator. But uh, the joke was, um, did you hear that Mike Fisher couldn't have his coffee this morning because he didn't have a cup? Oh. So, yeah, it's pretty rough. Pretty rough. Just throwing salt in the wound. Too but he, soon. But he did wake Happy's up. He's going to be getting hate on did, Twitter for that one. But he did wake up next to Carrie Underwood, so he's winning. Oh, over Consolation prize. Yeah. yeah. I would take that over the cup. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Every day. I think without if you asked him, probably, too, because he's, he's a... I think we talked about it last week. I think he asked my bit. wife, she would say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. He's a little bit late to... Uh, to, to the Nashville train. It's not like he's been a Nashville guy his whole life. No. no. Kind of got brought in when Carrie told him to go there. So do you think, this This is my whole take from the from everything that you guys just said, should there be louder whistles? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know that it would have. I don't know that it would have. I don't know that it would have made a difference. No. Regardless, it's just it, he couldn't see it. So the play was going to play out either way. Yeah. And then he made the call for it not to count. And there was something to be said. I read an interesting article today about goalies are wearing bigger pads and bigger gloves, and that's affecting the sideline. If they were wearing pads from like the 70s, 80s, you, uh, you would have saw the puck. No, nah, I don't think you would have saw the puck. If you watched the replay, oh, he was turning angle, completely sideways. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there were a couple guys standing in front. But end of the day, rules are rules, and that's what they're there for. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes the rules yeah. don't play out in your favor, and this didn't work oh, out yeah. for the Predators. And I just I don't understand any hockey rules. And Penguins went back to back. I watched that entire game last night. I've been watching hockey for the last month. I don't know what the hell icing is, and I don't know how you go offsides. I have no clue how any of that works. Just follow the lines and the puck. Yeah, That's I can't even follow do. the puck. Sometimes I'm like looking at the other end of the court and the puck's somewhere else. used to else. have that, uh, that, that, glow, little, that gold that line. Glad they yeah. got rid of that. Um, all right, well, I think we beat up NHL pretty good there. But uh, congratulations again for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, we're PA guys, so. I guess. A, Some of us are Pittsburgh What's kind of cool is a... Yeah. Not from there. We just like Pittsburgh teams. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> I was like, where are they? We just like <laughs> Pittsburgh teams. Yeah. What's kind of cool is a bunch of those uh, guys that won the cup last night came through the Wilkes-Barre Scranton program, which mm-hmm. is kind of neat. Uh, and they actually, during the cup... Pre- uh, they mentioned it. They mentioned it. They said yeah. that the, the, the Wilkes-Barre Scranton feeder program. Yeah, oh, really? They kind of gave yeah. them a shout-out. Yeah, That's so cool. that was kind of cool. Um, all right, so let's let's go ahead and just talk about the NBA quick, give an update. Uh you know, disc- disclaimer, we're uh, recording this on Monday night when the fifth game of the series is going to happen. Sixth game. Sixth game of the fifth. series. Fifth. I was yep. right the first time. Yep. Uh, Warriors they up. will go to six, though. No, oh. Not a chance. That's a Spoiler bold, a bold prediction. Calling your shot? Spoiler So anyway, yeah. <clears throat> so Warriors are up 3-1 after uh, the Cavs laid a little, uh, little man. Beat yeah, a little beat down. They got BF'd on, on Friday night, I believe that was. Um, who do you guys think going forward, or well, not going forward, but. Just who well, yeah. yeah. Who's 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 it? I think who's the Warriors lock it up tonight while we're recording. Um, they're going to win on their home turf, obviously. They have some payback for the Cavs winning it last year. They you know they had that big lead three one I think it was last year and ended up spoiling that, going back to back and potentially doing a three peat um, and matching the Bulls of the nineties, but they did it twice. Just an FYI. Uh, but I think the Warriors lock it up tonight and put LeBron James and the Cavs out of their misery. LeBron goes crying to the front office that they need to get some more stars around him. You said they win. Do they cover the nine? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think they actually win by about 15. Okay. What do you guys think? So I have a couple quick things on this. Um, I think think Golden State wins the game, unfortunately. Um, I think they're just just such a good team. Uh, It took Cleveland to shoot 65% last game from the three-point line to, to, to beat them. 
that's obviously not going to happen again, more than likely. Uh, and it's disappointing to me because there's there's two things. Going back to the whole greatest of all time conversation and, and podcast that we had between Jordan and LeBron, um, it's 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 a no-win situation for everybody involved except for Chicago Bulls fans who always get to kind of keep having that, that conversation of the 96 Bulls, Michael Jordan, greatest things of all time. Not all right. just the 96 so, Bulls, but listen, the 90s Bulls. They had two three-peats, just yeah. an FYI, two three-peats. I, yeah, I, I In remember. seven years, they won six okay. championships. That's great, but listen. So my argument is this, is that hands down, in my, in my opinion, this Warriors team is the best team ever assembled in NBA history. Maybe in a one-year span. Ever in NBA history, this is the best team ever put together. We'll always have the Bulls-loving fans that say, nope, sorry, can't do it now because they didn't sweep through the playoffs and they're not as good as the 96 Bulls were. Now, they, they, they almost did. If they win tonight, it's called the gentleman's sweep. Because they gave them one. They gave them one. Because they're gentlemanly about uh, it. They gave so one. it's a double-edged sword for me. It's like I kind of want uh, I, I want them to be known as the best team to ever play in the NBA collectively. But in the same respect, I would love it more than anything in the world for Cleveland to come back and win this entire series. And then no one can say anything else about LeBron if he came back and won this. Now, I'm not saying it's going to make him. It's not going to make everybody a believer that he's the GOAT. But... But it will shut a lot of people up if they came back and won the series again. Last year down three one. This year down three nothing to come back and win. I don't think no, it's going to happen. Technically down three one. No, well they're down three nothing. No, they're down three one. Well, they're now down they 3-1, are. Three they, one now. So but, they were down three one. But at the end of the day, they were down three nothing prior to three one. But my thing is this: if they somehow can pull a win out tonight, I think that they have a fighting chance to, nah. to win the series. I think momentum is in their side, but I don't think it's going to happen. Unfortunately, uh, I hope it does. And again, not to. Uh, beat the guy up but the president Kyle bet me $20 prior to this series and I feel like that's going to be a crisp 20 hanging on the wall so we're going to let him write for hockey but we're probably going to not let him speak for (laughs) basketball is what you're saying Uh, he's definitely not going to speak for basketball that's going to be a nice 20 Cavi what do you think after you're done yawning (laughs) we're we're boring the shit out of our producer (laughs) let me just real quick I just want to remind Paul I understand maybe this is the best team in a single season Maybe. It's debatable. Golden State this year. I think it's debatable, but okay. But the Bulls won six championships in seven-year span. Sure. So I'm, remember I'm not that. This isn't what the topic's about. I We're understand. Not gonna on I'm that just argument. saying remember that. Cavi, what do you think, buddy? Um. Well, I think you're right on a certain... If, if they came back somehow, that makes LeBron... The unquestionable goal. I don't care what anybody yeah, says. On drugs. I think it does. I think that's that's something nobody's ever done that before. So you're gonna base it There's on new... one series? No, I'm gonna base it on he did it last year too. Yeah, they were down three one. Right. <laughs> Another thing that nobody had ever done before at that bad. point. But here's the thing: Jordan didn't have to do that because right. they were never in that. Position. I'm agreeing, but I'm just saying at that point it's him putting like, let's be honest, Kyle Korver is not doing much for him. All right, so he's putting the team on his back at that point for Kyrie that. Kyrie Irving put up like forty points last. I'm agreeing. Game. I'm. Just saying. I think that makes LeBron the goal. I don't think it's going to happen, but it does. But I, what I do think is interesting, and I, I threw a little article about this the other day, do, do the the Cavs really literally have to get punched in the dick to uh, get going? I mean, last year, Draymond Green kind of grazed uh, LeBron's ding-dong there, gave him a little shot, and then he came back, they won. And then uh, Zaza did a little a little swipe at, uh, at the junk the other day and you know they came back and won that one too so maybe that's what it is maybe it doesn't matter what happens for the rest of the series because if you take a shot at uh, one of the Cavs 
hoo-hoos, you're you're getting it there. They're no they're no no zone. <laughs> when did we become a PG station? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were f bombing <laughs> out the yin yang. You know, well, and that's another adjective for it, yin yang. Twins. I just think. Caveat, I'm sorry. Are you, uh, is are you got something going on there? You want to tell us about going no. to Yin Yang? Is it two different colors or what? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on down there, Ed? Yeah, the, 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 the twins. The, gang. the twins. <laughs> um, no, I was gonna say I think I think the Cavs might win tonight, and if they do, uh, Warriors definitely. I, I think the Warriors want to win uh, at home, so I I wouldn't be surprised if the Cavs pull those, this one off. But first game back. Uh, are they playing? This they, one they're, is. They're in. They're this in. One's, this one's. Oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I did, my home, I did my homework. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie. Um, Eddie's backwards. Yeah. So they're gonna win tonight. See, I was <laughs> thinking. <laughs> see, see, I was actually thinking. And that's the, why we leave you right, the host so here. I was actually thinking the complete right opposite, though. Is that how much more of an insult is it if they let them win tonight and then take it back to Cleveland and just pound them in Cleveland? I believe that. I believe that 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 the Warriors are. Literally the most dominant team ever assembled. It's hard for me to believe that Cleveland is going to go out and shoot sixty-five percent again from the three-point line. If they if they somehow find a way to beat them defensively, which they have not found a way to do, uh, I would be impressed. And I think that's really the only way it can happen. I don't think it happens, unfortunately. Though. And here's the thing: is you know they were talking about how much money Golden State would lose if they won in Cleveland last game in Game Four. By not bringing it back home for the concessions and so all that other stuff. So you think that they gave up the opportunity to be the team, the only team in NBA history? What does that get them? To sweep, there can be the only team in NBA history that, that ever them? sweep the playoffs. But what? But it gets okay, some legendary so what they do status. Is they have actuaries it gets there, them, right? It gets and them, they have actuaries that work out the calculations and the numbers <sighs> that say, is it better off? For us to be are those actuaries from Golden State? It, he, so those are the people that are okay. set. They're they're put in little. Let me finish. They're put in little cubicles, right? Can to, I finish? To, to say find a reason to, to to that we didn't win. Can I finish? Eh, it wasn't worth our money. Can I finish? So if you have an opportunity to either be legendary status and sweep the NBA playoffs, how much money are you going to make off that? That's a question mark. Or you could go off the last three seasons of being playoffs at home and making $40 million a game, what are you going to take? $40 million today. Time value of money says money today is worth more than tomorrow. Get it while you can. So you're insinuating that they threw the game and the NBA. I'm not saying that. I didn't say the NBA is fixed. I'm just saying Golden State thought it was an opportunity to make more money. Okay. Well, let's move on. Yeah, I was thought... The SEC shuts us down. Yeah, I know. And... My brain shuts down because I always thought it was 2-3-2 two, two in series, but I guess not. Anyway, let's move on from the NBA and and we'll actually we'll before we move on to uh, our next topic. Um, I'm pretty sure that the final sh- will be over, should be over, especially after tonight. Um, but we'll maybe we'll get Scotty Diggs back on the line next week just to do a little recap. If not, um, you know, yeah, we'll get him on the line. Yeah, he's all about well. it. Fun little just update real quick while we're still on the NBA. Um, we've we've been beating the horse to death, but uh, Enos Cantor's father has been released from jail, so, you know, a little update for everybody. That's so he'll be getting, going through the airport and someone will run right. by and poison him? <laughs> yeah, spray some, some breast spray up his nose yeah. or something and take him out. So I just wanted to, you know, right. keep our, keep raising your hand there, updated. Do we need a public service announcement from, uh, from the ECMC? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Do it up, Kev. So, uh, everybody... <laughs> The official announcements have been made. The Electric City Music Conference and Steamtown Music Awards are coming back for their fourth year in Scranton, Pennsylvania. They'll take place from September 14th through the 16th. 
and uh, there's all kinds of different ticket options, 150 bands playing in 10 plus venues, every genre, every uh, type of music you can want, music in- industry professionals, one really low price. Um, come out and support local music in Scranton, Pennsylvania. National bands will be there as well. And, uh, you know, come check out everybody here. The Point After Show might be uh, giving out an award this year, right? Yeah, so the Point After Show will be giving out uh, Best Music Podcast Yes. at the uh, award ceremony Something for the Steamtown Music. Something we know Steam a lot music. about. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll be giving out the Best Podcast Award. And uh, come check it out. That's a great night. Um, everybody has a good time. So if you're in Scranton or the surrounding areas, or even if you make a trip in, you know, there's hotel accommodations. Check out www electriccitymusicconference.com for all your information. All right. Thanks, Kev. Uh, let's get right into a little story broke out. I believe it was today. Antonio Brown. This is we're recording on Monday Last again. Last night, yeah. Last night. Tommy Sunday wrote night. An, Yeah, Sunday night. Tommy wrote a little article about it. Um, Instagram model and ex-girlfriend of Antonio Brown. Is it Gina or Jenna? Jenna. Jenna, Jenna Frooms. Yep. Um, tweeted out. AB's cell phone number and then quickly deleted it, but not before a bunch of people saw it and a bunch of people started texting them and calling them and ev- all sorts of craziness. So that's a, that's a burn. <laughs> that uh, sucks. You know, it, actually it sucks for Antonio Brown and, the, and his wife because, yeah. you know, he, he left his wife and she was expecting their child at the time when he left her for Jenna. And, you know, after a few months he realized, what am I doing? This is my wife with another baby on the way, and they have a couple children together. And now she comes out, and she's like, hey, Antonio Brown's phone number. Shoot him a text and say, return my belongings, and puts it out there for everybody to see. Like you said, Ed, it only lasted about an hour or so. But with today's age and the Internet and people taking screenshots, a second is that two shit hours. is forever. Yeah. It's, it, uh, one, one hour is literally, it doesn't matter. Like you said, a second is a lifetime. And unfortunately for him, she put it out there. You had Cleveland Browns fans saying, hey, I know when your contract expires, come to a Super Bowl contender, talking smack to the Steelers. You had a whole bunch of other teams. But this goes, in my opinion, goes back to an article I put out a while ago about those Instagram models. They do nothing <laughs> but get you in trouble. Get you in trouble all the time. So she put out his number. Yep. How quick do you think it was turned off? Let's see. Do you think it was turned off? Call it Should up. we give him a call? Give call it up. Call. Let's call it. Let's give Point him a, after show, him a calling call Antonio Brown right now. The number you dialed is not a working number. Ah. Please check the number and dial again. El número que marcó no está en servicio. Verifíquelo y márquelo de nuevo. That was about 31 hours ago that she put that out. And it's already gone. Yeah. But you know how much of a pain in the ass it is to change your number and then change it off of everything that you have? How many that, numbers do you think he has, though? Multiple, and I'm sure he's not handing out business cards with his phone number. That might be so. a number that he just had for her. That could have been, yeah, or just or for, just for her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, it's a burner phone for that purpose. Yeah, so to speak. You know, what are you insinuating? <laughs> that Antonio Brown probably has a couple Instagram models he's texting. Allegedly, possibly, we don't can't confirm and, or deny. Or yeah. deny. And and I talk about this in the article too. Is is professional athletes get themselves in troubles with this all the time is what do they call it sliding slipping sliding sliding into in the, the dm is it sliding because I, I think i said slipping one time and somebody looked at I me think I said slipping. that's gross <laughs> i think i said slipping in the in the article here that seems a little a little sloppy and uh, unorthodox to slip in but you know? 
Yeah, Antonio Brown, like I said in the article, left his wife for a little bit to experiment with uh, Jenna, but ended up getting <laughs> back with his wife, and, and rightfully so. Experiment? You know, yeah. yeah, experiment. You know, see Play if, doctor? Yeah. I, I liked in the article how um, you playfully pointed out that it she didn't she didn't wait around long for Antonio Brown to uh, maybe come crawling back. She was moved right on to another athlete. I think she did she DM uh, J.R. Smith? No, 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 no. That was uh, that was me talking about my most legendary professional athlete slipping into DMs there. J.R. Smith, if you want to talk about oh, that, one just of the cut right things. to the chase. He had a girl said, I'm going to your game tonight. He goes, dope. She sends a smiley face. He goes, oh, really? She goes, oh, really what? And he responds, you're trying to get the pipe? <laughs> <laughs> it only takes five texts to oh, get that That done. was the greatest. And, you know, like I said in the in the article, there are a ton of other athletes. LeBron James got accused of it. Le'Veon Bell, Marco Bellinelli, Tyron Matthew, Honey Badger, um, all of them. See, seem, seems like they all do it. The thing with this is, it probably works for all the guys you just named. Our man up in New York, Porzingis, uh, gets blown up all the time. He or slips Anthony in. Wiener, if you want to talk. <laughs> well, Anthony Wiener had his kid in the picture. That got yeah. weird. But, yeah, Porzingis gets blown up all the time. He slips in, and all the girls just put him on blast publicly. It never. I don't know if, I don't know that's ever worked for him. Poor guy. But Yeah, I don't know. The, Honey Badger doesn't give a fuck, so he can do whatever he wants. But, uh, yeah, Porzingis didn't work for her. Wiener, I mean, she, Wiener's wife just took him back again. He's a sweetheart. Took him back again. But everybody He's a registered makes sex offender, and she took him back again. End of the day, Antonio Brown, what are you doing? Get smarter about it. Have, like, a publicist out there. Get a PR lady, like... Um, you had an entourage. Uh-oh, she's smoking, right? Well, I, I'm, just sitting here, at, I'm just sitting Paul here Paul pulled up right? a picture, and uh, it's like a cut-together one, but when I looked at it from the side, it looked like it was his wife, him, and girl. Uh, like, and yeah, I was I'm like, just, whoa. I'm just looking, I'm just looking at show. this girl, and I'm like, I, I'm just thinking in my life. At, at 23 years old, you have all the money in the world. Like, I would probably have to have at least, like, when I'm negotiating my contract, I'd have to have at least five Instagram models in my contract somewhere. Where I get to just I get to call them, date them, pick do and choose. Yeah, just pick and choose. I don't think that's allowed. Uh, yeah, no, I I get it. But <laughs> you know I, what else? Jeremy Macklin just got just got uh, a lifetime supply of freaking. Uh, what would yeah, he get? That's crabs. Crabs. I want a lifetime supply of crabs. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what else you have in your contract? Some weight loss thing, right? Uh, yep. Are we going right into Eddie Lacy now? That's what we it have looks to. Like, yeah. Fat Eddie Lacy. So fat Eddie Lacy. Not so fat Eddie Lacy. Well, he's still fat. He's less less chubby. Yeah. Less Lacey. so fat, Eddie Lacy. Uh, he collected his second weigh-in bonus today, fifty-five k. That's pretty sick for. That's like a salary in the state of Pennsylvania. But he came in under yeah. two hundred fifty pounds. Um, and yeah, I mean, two, we, under two fifty. Under two fifty, yeah. Uh, we don't know what he came in yet. Forty-nine point five five probably forty-nine point nine, and he had to yeah. cut off a couple dreads. Uh, but I think it was in March, his first weigh-in, when he had it coming in 255 or less, and it was like 254.5 or something like that, or 253, yeah. something like that. Um, but his next weigh-in is in August, and he has to weigh in at 245 or less. But, I mean, that's what an incentive. Like, all you have to do is not, like, So here's my run. question. Just I, run. I put this out on Twitter today, and I thought about this. Is like I feel like the NFL is becoming um, the biggest loser because there was an article about not just Eddie Lacy, but – um, Dontre Poe, he's a nose tackle for the Falcons. 
he also had a way. He has a way in tomorrow, where well, which would be Tuesday. He has a way in on Tuesday, where he has to come in under three hundred and forty pounds, and if he pull that off, he gets one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. But here's the thing, right? So a lot of these guys are, as I call them, big dudes. They cut weight to their make their position in college, and generally, look at all of us. As you get older, you gain more weight. It's a natural thing. So. Unfortunately for them, it's it's harder to cut down to what they were able to do in college because of age. And now in the professional world, it's a necessity. I know all about that. But these guys are working out and have dietitians and but everything. Or should. Or should. Yeah, they yeah, should. should. Should is the key word there. Should. Like, do you see Calvin Benjamin? Or Robert Jamarcus that? Russell? Jamarcus <laughs> Russell. He still, he never came back. He's talking about making a comeback. Still? He is. He's yeah, going true. to he's he in went, the F- he went to Canada CF- or something. Yeah, CFL. Oh, okay. well, I mean, that's like. That's like, yeah. Well, Tommy Maddox out. came from there, but anyway. Uh, yeah, but he didn't, he didn't come from here. Then, well, <laughs> oh, But guys have. I mean, Doug Flutie did it. They People go back and forth. Um, Rocket Edge Mile. But, um, yeah, Calvin Benjamin ran like, it, he needed a sundial to time his 40 when he came into camp this year. He's enormous. And he's a he's a legitimate about. big dude, you know. Yeah. So well, and you watch them. The, actually, you could watch his progression from <clears throat> college age to kind of maturing into an adult, and you see the pounds each and every year of his NFL career. He's adding on, and his production is going down. So the only thing that's going to impact um, is his wallet, is his pocketbook, because. His contract, I'm sure, is due up this year, next year, probably next year or the year after. And he's not going to get the same money because he's not doing what he did in college, what he was drafted for. He's big. He's big. He's going to end up being a tight end pretty soon if he keeps it up. He looks like one. But, I mean, like especially with Eddie Lee, unless you have, like, a thyroid issue, which I'm not, you know, saying that that's a bad thing, but... He's a Chinese food issue. Yeah, I know. That's the thing, food like... food issue. Yeah. But it's... It, I love food. It just doesn't so make any sense Lee's. to me. Like, the only thing you have to do in life is not eat fast food, and that's what he does. But um, And then just, tweets about it. <laughs> just a side note here. Um, you two show up here every Monday night. But I don't have an incentive to weigh in and get 55K. In well, another year or so, we might have to give you an incentive <laughs> so you can yeah. get in the studio. So we can fit you in the studio, <laughs> Ed. Uh... uh Anyway, I, by the way, I, I can't help it, but I'm still looking at her picture over here. It's I gotta get this oh, off Jenna, my laptop. Yeah. So let me get this straight because I, I don't follow this because I'm not a Steelers fanboy. He left his wife. Left his wife for this Instagram model. Yep. And, and now then, everything. But now her. he's coming back because like how long did he leave her? Isn't isn't his, isn't his isn't his baby's mama pregnant again? No. And that's no, why she was back? pregnant when he left. So he left her when she, when she was pregnant. Yeah. And, but now she took him back. Yeah, she yep. kind of looked at this girl and said, "Okay, I get See, it." See, here was the thing: like, yeah, Jenna, that's what was, I'm Jenna was out there posting pictures of them playing football, catch together, basketball games together, everything. And his wife went on this tirade. On What's his wife's I, name? Is it that Chelsea? I don't remember. These are Mrs. Things we Brown. Talk about on the outside that you're not supposed to ask if people aren't sure of the answer. Um, but I don't. I don't remember his Hopefully wife's not name. Nicole. Is. But she went on a tirade. On, on social media about how Antonio and Jenna were out there just basically flaunting their relationship while, while she was pregnant with his kid. But, you know, it didn't take long for him to realize, geez, what am I doing? This is my wife. She's going to take half my shit. And she has my baby. Nah, he's got prenup. Uh, maybe. maybe. He came from nothing. Yeah. You know? 
Started from That's the bottom. That's why he has a prenup because he never wants to go back there. Uh, I think he has a prenup probably because his manager and lawyer and said because he, a prenup. he really he likes doesn't. listening to Kanye, and Kanye told him to get a prenup. Yeah, he did tell us all that. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so what's the next topic? So Eddie Lacy, good luck in August, buddy. Yeah, lay uh, he has a couple more weights. Lay off that low him. main. <laughs> um, lay low on the low main. Yeah, on the D on the DL. Uh, Phil Mickelson, that's a big story this week. Filthy. Maybe or maybe not. What's 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 your uh, take, Tommy? You uh, wrote obviously, an article I today. wrote the article today. Phil is going to play. He's going to play. End of the day. What is this based on, though? What's that? What Tommy's is this based on? This is just no. much like Jordan's no, the okay, goat. Here it is. This is all no. Tommy's opinion. Is this like opinion. like this the is, sunscreen song? Like this is all the facts that are out there currently. Okay. Right. So Phil Mickelson, minus the fact he's going to play. Because that's not a fact. I didn't say that was a fact. I said that's a that's I said a Phil Mickelson playing. What? That's my opinion based on all the facts that are out there. But this is a point after show exclusive. Yeah, we're the only ones on the internet saying this right now. Uh, I'm hopeful. Some saying that he might play. But we're we're, we're calling our shot. Well, you're you're well, you're yeah, you're I'm, saying. I'm saying this 110. percent Okay. Here's here's calling your shot. Here, Phil Mickelson. Here are plays. the reasons why Phil Mickelson will play. One, the golf world petitioned the school to move the uh, commencement. <laughs> From Thursday to Wednesday. And the school said... Here's why. Phil Mickelson, although uh, Forbes has him estimated at making $51 million a year, is the poorest family in that private school. All right? So they're not moving shit for Phil. But at the end of the day, Phil Mickelson ended up somehow, miraculously, I don't think the PGA is involved in this at all, drew the third to last tee time of the day at 2.20. Phil Gate... Yeah, I'm calling this <laughs> Phil Gate for sure. Drew the third to last tee time on Thursday start date at 2.20 Central Time. So that gives him two hours to watch his uh, uh, commencement speech of his daughter, Amanda. She's a valedictorian. What's that going to take? Well, she's a valedictorian. I'm sure That's Phil said, show me what the speech was, and we're going to cut it down. Oh, right, right. I'm not saying it's going to so be long, that but that's at the end. So that went from like 15 minutes to three minutes. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like, he, he had the, the cut. He probably had his, his PR person out there writing the shit. And he has two hours to listen to the speech, fly out there, and be ready to golf. Again, at $51 million a year, you have your own G4, you're flying private, and that shit's landing pretty much on the fourth fairway. I've got a hot take. I sent it out to the group text earlier. Lay it. I think Phil Mickelson, I agree, I think he, or no, I, I think he doesn't play, I disagree, because I think Phil Mickelson wants to beat Tiger Woods at something so bad that he just wants to prove that he's a good dad and his family loves him. Uh, I think that's already proven. That's I, already proven. But that's, this is a way for him to rub it in Tiger's face, like, hey, look, nah. my family loves me, I still live with them, I do things for them, so maybe that's where he's Here's going with this. I don't, nah, I no? think you're on, on uh, wax. Transfusions. Right? Yeah, transfusions, <laughs> wax, whatever. Here's the reason. Phil Mickelson finished six-time runner-up in this tournament. And this is the only tournament that keeps him from winning the golf Grand Slam. And how old is he, 46? Yeah. He's running out of time. There aren't too many years of him winning this tournament again. I think he plays. 100%. He's at the peak of his career. I why think... wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he withdraw officially from this tournament if he wasn't going to play? Why would he do that to I the don't... other people in his pairings? If in his pairing, if he had no intentions of playing, because well, I... he's a stand-up guy, he would have drawn officially, 
and taking himself out, not only for the people in his pairing, but to give someone else an opportunity to play in the U.S. Open. One of the amateurs or one of the guys on the web.com, to, or what is it called now? Web.com. Yeah. One of those guys to come up and play in that. I think he didn't officially withdraw until the tee times came out, which they just did. Yeah. And now that they did, I think he knows that he can make it. And so that's you think why. he's playing too? I think if he was if he was given a morning tee time, he would have withdrew. Yeah. Or or if he was given the earliest tee time, he could have played and made it there. Right? I don't know. Really? I, I, I think no. it goes back to what Eddie said. Phil Gate. We're calling this Phil Gate. <laughs> we have Spy Gate with the Patriots. <laughs> We have the flake gate with the Patriots. Tape gate. None of them have anything on tape. Tape gate. <laughs> no, nobody. But has anything this on is tape this gate. is Phil Gate. I'm gonna spread this on social media like it's herpes. Plague? I, I, I was I, trying to figure. Yeah, out. Where are I didn't want to say anything here because there were too many things to say. But yeah, Phil Gate running with it. He's playing. He's winning this year. The story is perfect because this goes back to the year that Amanda was born. That was the year in 1999. <laughs> no, his daughter. Okay. His daughter Amanda was born on Monday following the U.S. Open. And that was the year that Payne Stewart beat him on the last two holes. Phil was leading. Payne banged in a birdie and then banged in like a 15 to 18 foot par putt on 18 to beat him by one. And if that didn't happen, if he didn't birdie that last 17 and make that long par putt on 18, they would have had a playoff on Monday and Monday was when Amanda was born at around noon and either Phil would have had a withdrawal from the playoff or miss his daughter's birth it's full circle right here Phil's winning the U.S. Open this year he's playing you calling it oh, I'm, gonna 100%. Put, I'm gonna have to put some money on oh, that I would put uh let me know where you put money there's on a prop that, bet I mean. out there uh there's a prop bet that he, if he plays or not Is I know that yeah but I already put a bunch of money out there so like I don't even want to get any more I'm gonna give you some we're gonna put it on that. All right, um, but I think if Phil plays, he's gonna—he's been playing great. I mean, last week I think he finished um, top fifteen, top ten. I he think he was—he was leader for a little bit there. Uh, come second towards round the end, of the yeah, top top ten. I think he finished last week. Um, I, I I do think he said he said his games. Uh, you know, his physical game is in sh- in form, in shape, yeah. and you know he's as good as anybody when it comes oh. to. Um, especially a link, a link, st- a link style course like um, Aaron Hills this weekend. Well, you saw Kevin Na on. Uh, uh, I don't know if anybody saw him there. He was definitely showing his frustrations with the course and and the design, the fescue and the selection, rough. And the fescue. He he literally stood in. He's like, there's like three yards of regular rough, and then there's the fescue, and he stood over in the fairway and just tossed his ball straight up into the fescue. Took him a little bit to find it. And he's like, look at this. I can't even find it unless I move grass around. He's like, even if you have uh, watchers out there, PGA watchers out there every 30 yards, he's like, it's going to be tough to find. And he goes, look, I found my ball. And it took him three shots to advance the ball like a yard, and then he advanced it a yard into the fescue and lost it. So it just shows you. But here's the thing. These guys are professionals. That's what they have to do for a living. That's all they do every day for a living. If you can't hit in the fairway, then that's on you. I don't know. Yeah. T- Polly, yep. do, do you know who you're going to take yet in your uh, in our fantasy league? No. No. I, I'm, 
I took Ricky Fowler last week, so I'm kind of, kind of, uh, kind of, uh, I'm yeah. devastated. It was my one of my first cuts I missed in the year, so I got to regroup. I haven't yeah. looked at the field this I'm year. I'm actually thinking about taking him or Rom this week. I'm not yeah. sure yet, but he should he should be back for a bounce back. But <clears throat> but uh, Phil, we wish you luck if you play. If not, um, I got money on about 25 different guys. So you know, if I win. No one. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. Let's 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 roll to the next one. Um, let's let's go to our last story tonight. NFL player, ex, well, possibly ex NFL player. Safe to say. Um, running back D'Angelo Williams is going to be a pro wrestler. Um, he's going to make his debut at the Slammiversary 15 on Impact in July this year. What do you guys think about that? Because I'm kind of baffled. I didn't even know that was coming. I know he made a couple, um, you know, appearances here and there. But I don't know. I think he got tired of playing uh, football. He got no calls as a free agent. And he just decided he wanted to do something as a pastime. Unfortunately, he uh, the only uh, doors that opened for him was a wrestling federation that's pretty much falling apart. He'll be lucky if he actually sees a paycheck off these people. Um, they did get recently bought by um, some new investors. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... I it's fun. He'll be a he'll be a he'll be a draw for the one or two matches he might actually go and pretend to participate in, um, but then he'll phase out just in, like everybody else in, in Pittsburgh and North Carolina or, or South Carolina, yeah. North and South Carolina. That's where they'll they'll make their money off him, I guess. You know where yeah. where that name means something. Yeah. Here's my thing: is is professional wrestling is just built on these freak athletes that are huge, um, jacked get in the weight room every day that can perform these stunts obviously d'angelo williams is one of those guys he's been in the league for multiple years probably about 10 forever yeah doing those things and hey man if you go out there and look jack for the fans slap a couple people around you're winning get a paycheck for it yeah i mean good for him i don't want to segue too far off this but you know we had a pretty funny article on the website this week paul big wrestling guy um, Great Balls of Fire, WWF logo. <laughs> First off, I thought to myself, why the hell did they come up with the actual pay-per-view called Great Balls of Fire? I, I don't know. I think that they're trying to coordinate that with some kind of um, some kind of game that came out recently that there's like this big crazy soccer game that's out now that I think that's what they're trying to bring that all together with Great Balls of Fire. I have no idea. Jerry Lee Lewis sued them. Did he? Um, and then they decided in order to get out, because he sued them because he has that copyrighted, and then they or attempted to sue them or whatever it was, however far it went. So they paid him then. They're using his song in the promo now, nice. which I noticed. But back to the... Vince McMahon is a genius. Back to the logo. Yeah. Looks like a giant dick and balls. Dick and balls. <laughs> it's dick and balls. It's a fiery dick and balls. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It like, looks like a screaming I mean, case of gonorrhea. Talk yeah. about this sometimes. Or a red-headed dick and balls. Yeah. Tabby, was like... No, was that your, that did you model pick. that it wasn't dick and balls? It was a family pick. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Irish but dick and balls. This hap- this stuff's been happening more and more lately. It was probably on purpose, right? Like it especially with getting, WWE. It's getting people to talk about it. How exactly? How f- how do you, how does that make it through that many high-level marketing people to get out there? I don't know. Did you see how many dumb commercials there are out there these days. That's what I'm saying. I think they I think people are just letting them out. Like that like, Kylie Jenner one where she like walks through like the, the picket line? Or yeah, the, the picket line, line. And, and hands them a Coke. You know, like like somebody had to know, like, this is going to piss a lot of people off. It ran for one day. It ran, like, yeah. five times on TV. How much did they spend for that commercial? But, her, but they made right? it back. It got so much. It, it never aired on TV again. 
and but it was everywhere over the internet for a month. So do you think that's what advertisers do these days, or just go 100%. with uh, whatever is going to get most outrage on the media? Yeah, I read a really cool kind of article. Like waxing an armpit. Yeah, it, I read a really cool article the other day. Yeah, like uh, waxing an armpit. I a really good article the other day where where advertisers are going to go from here are you're competing to own people's attention. So you're competing for their attention span rather than competing for their viewership, if that makes sense. So the longer you they stay own. on, the better. I was going to say, I think you're going to see shorter and shorter commercials too. Because oh, absolutely. I, I, I think the 30-second commercial is going to slowly get down to like 26, yeah. They're just going to jump out and be like, balls! <laughs> yeah. So uh, Justin Bieber dropped Great a balls of fire! It's like, yeah. like a big messaging, isn't it? Yeah, well, Justin Bieber dropped, a, dropped an, a song this week. With uh, David Guetta, like one of the biggest DJ producers in the world, and it was a Victoria's Secrets commercial, but it was released as a music video. Nice. And literally, it's David Guetta comes flying in, like the words, and then it says, "Featuring Justin Bieber and Victoria's Secret." And then it's just girls walking around in different Victoria's Secret bras, singing, lip singing the song. See, now that would keep my attention for four minutes. Right, exactly. So they're competing for your attention. So now, instead of Justin Bieber ever worrying about selling a single record. Victoria's Secret paid $4 million probably to have that video. Figure I wax my yeah. other armpit. I might be able to be on a Victoria's Secret show. Yeah. Right. But it's all going the way of Tommy's favorite people, the Instagram models. They just oh. get paid to hold shit in pictures. Victoria's God, old secret. Started. <laughs> anyway. Um, is that all we got tonight? That's, That's all we it. got That's for all this. It is. That is episode. all we got. Um, well, I know we talked about golf for a little bit, and I just want to give a shout-out to our boy Taylor for NASCAR and golf. Check us out at thepointaftershow.com for uh, fantasy golf, fantasy NASCAR, um, you know, just overall breakdowns and fantasy advice for those two sports. Also, I do give out daily fantasy baseball updates now and injury reports. And then we also have um, each of these guys throw out Paul's the fantasy football guy. Why'd you, uh, why'd you say you said that like Ron Burgundy? I do throw out fantasy baseball updates. Is that a question? Who or put a be. question yeah. in the teleprompter? It might be. So let's get man up here and talk about it. You got you. You send out some invite or some uh, some advice. You're, yeah. you're doing well. San Diego, uh, Cabby, you throw out everything, everything and anything. Yeah, I you love. Know, it. We see what sticks against the wall. Some yeah. of it does well. Some of it doesn't. Some you know, of it's a pickle. Some of won't it's be a... driving through Wilkesbury Township anytime soon. Yeah, you know, some but... of it's a raisin. Some of it's a gummy bear. You never know what sticks. Uh, and Tom, every now and then you throw out a, you know, an article or two about your, your, you know, today put out that Phil article. I put out one last night too, Ed. I'm I know, out, Antonio Brown. I put out two in like 18 hours. You well, know, last two, time you were two, on here, you put out two in a day and then we didn't hear from I you for three I put three in months. that day. Two, right. out of, two out of our five topics tonight were your articles. Good yeah. job, buddy. All right, thanks, man. I'm and your kidding. armpit tonight? Dude, you're on fire. Uh, no, literally. Content <laughs> machine. I'm burning up. You're like balls of fire. Tommy page views over here. <laughs> Uh, but guys, thanks for listening. If you want to sign up for DraftKings, sign up for um, with the promo code the PAS. If you win, we win, and uh, we like winning. So you know, sign up and Do get it. your money. Do it. Get your money. Win. We wish you luck. And just click on the ads on our page. If there's something you like, click on them. Don't be afraid. And we're trying. These guys give me shit about um, fan or uh, Twitter followers. So please follow me at Eddie underscore the PAS. Tommy, what's yours? I'm at TLIP underscore the PAS, hashtag killing it. Wow. Polly. At DFF Advantage. Cavi. At Producer Cavi. There you go. You got it this time, though. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. No and, and again, um, check 
check back uh, probably next week for our fantasy football podcast. Thanks again. And don't forget, send out so your craziest fantasy football league information, thepointaftershow at gmail.com. And as always, if you made it this far, thank you. Peace. I got a pee so bad. <laughs>